You're listening to a Good World Podcast. Presented by Good Organics. With your hosts, Garrett McMartin and Gary Beasley. Where we talk about good news. The kind that you want to hear. Sustainability. Small changes that protect our world. And the mind, body, and soul. Pretty much anything that we believe leads to a better future and a good world for everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everybody. It's Garrett here with the Good World Podcast. Uh, That last episode, we had a lot of fun and we're looking to dive in a little deeper on what we're trying to accomplish and and what kind of topics you'll see us. Uh, We're going to stick to a bit more of a free flow kind of style again, just so you guys can get to know us a little better. And then after, we're going to dive into a little more structure. But for now, let's just play around and have some fun. What do you think, Gary? Yeah, let's do that. So basically what we wanted to start with is uh, just some good news. Um, So I just pulled up this Instagram page. It's called Good 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 Co. So shout out to them. Um, The post goes vaccination update after the largest single day of vaccinations. First shots, 21% of adults, 56% of 65 plus, 66% of 75 plus. So, That's a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, the U.S. reaching 2 million vaccinations uh, per day. So, yeah, how do we how do we feel about that? Yeah, the vaccination. I mean, there's a lot of hype around this. It's a, I would say, heated discussion. It can be a bit of a, a touchy subject. I think, I mean, here's the thing. Vaccinations, they serve a purpose. And I even find in my own life, that when I find I've come down with an illness, usually an infection, though, um, I have to give in and I have to go get some medical attention because, you know, no matter how much you try to fight it, some things you just can't beat. And I feel with that vaccination, I'm so on the fence because there is a lot of concern and obvious need for, for a vaccination such as this. But at the same time, it's it's just being pushed so fast. And uh, I don't know if that's due to, you know, the need to get it out there. But when we look at the stats, it just I do question um, whether I want to get it first. You know, like, what do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, definitely not first in line for this uh, this vaccination. There's a lot of obviously uh, conspiracy theories out there. And, you know, I don't want to dive into that really. But um yeah, just the efficacy of it. Um, a lot of people don't really understand what that means. Like it, w- they're saying whatever ninety five percent efficacy, which most people believe that that's like it's a ninety five percent chance if you get vaccinated, there's a ninety five chance of protection against the COVID uh, illness, but that's actually not um, how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I mean it's it's I mean where do you find the information though? And that's the thing. Like so when you're diving into these a lot of these I seen I just seen today actually Johnson and Johnson had their vaccine approved. And I mean don't get me wrong but I don't think they have any business in the vaccination game given their long list of uh almost crimes against humanity and the kind of products they are pushing these days. I think it was their baby powder that just had been you know, brought to attention that this is cancer causing the talcum powder and the powder that they've been using. And it's the same list of these large corporations that we always see in line to to do services such as this. And, it, and I really question 
the the values and and really just their um, objective going into this because you have uh, so much news like think about the stocks and these vaccinations it's just so much speculation so much rumor that we, we get kind of caught at this point right now where we're having to choose um almost between family and friends for for this vaccination you're having you know people pitting against each other families fighting over over this news and and the covid and and these policies of staying far and who you're hanging out with and you're getting in trouble for doing this and that and you know don't go see your friends don't see your family so where do we draw the line it's a it's a gray area for me yeah yeah same thing yeah even on my way over here I, I was just chatting with one of my friends and he's brought up oh uh bonnie bonnie hendry you know don't don't you listen to her and i'm just like well okay well what are you doing and he was going out to eat dinner so i was like well, why are you judging me you know i'm coming to do a podcast right so yeah just you know different different viewpoints but uh yeah definitely uh Obviously, I, I do believe that people should be vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but uh, there is a lot of speculation and misunderstanding around the whatever dangers of it as well, right? Yeah, and it, it really goes back to that, like education, the knowledge. Are we getting all the information we need before? And I, I know personally that there's a lot of you know, gratitude for, especially on the indigenous bands for, for getting these vaccines out so quick. But my question is, is was there enough time to really test them properly? And if not, and we're seeing some of these side effects, why is it being tested on the more vulnerable people first? And it's just kind of a little bit backwards that we're having these testings and we're not testing it on healthy people. And I know there's people in need because they're high risk, but they're also the most at risk of, of uh, succumbing to these side effects, right? And so that's not really being put out there and, and no one's talking about that. So there's always that, what's going on behind the scenes that we find we have to ask ourselves and, and just why is this what we're being told to do? At least that's how I always kind of look at things. Yeah, actually I did hear actually uh, the opposite of that. I actually did hear that younger people with better immune systems might actually have a worse um that's because their immune system is is robust that once they actually get the vaccine it just fights it a lot stronger so you do have uh, hmm. that's what i've heard anyways yeah. i'm not and i wasn't even like just trying to get back at the like the reaction side i'm just saying if there was a reaction in these specific categories right who's going to have those, what, like how, how prepared are their bodies for this? Right. And it's just kind of that, um, aspect that I'm trying to hit at here. I think with this whole rollout going on though, and you're saying something like 2 million a day. I mean, that's, those are numbers, right? It's a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's good though. But, uh, yeah. What about, what about, uh, what else do we want to talk about here? Maybe we should oh, yeah, move yeah, off yeah. this vaccine topic before we <laughs> yeah. get before we get banned, eh? True that. I mean, uh, me Second personally, I got a pretty banned. bad uh, record with the social media. Uh, they're not too <laughs> fond of me. Uh, so I made a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so I guess there's a few things we could talk about for us personally and just some things going on in our life right now. Um 
And we, and it might be something going on in your life too, because what we're trying to get here is, is how to overcome things, and what's something that you know you're doing to push yourself further to overcome obstacles placed in your ways between you and your dreams, or you and your goals, or you and wherever you need to be at that moment. What's stopping you from getting there? Uh, Gary and I uh, had recently just <laughs> had a bit of a, a ordeal with one of our ventures, and and it. Needless to say, things didn't go uh, the way that we had hoped and people were left with questions and it's just a lot of, you know, gray area again. So I guess when we dive into that, we have to think like, okay, so when you have your hopes high to do something, when you really want to, you know, focus and achieve and like you have your set, your sight set on what you're going to do and then you just watch it kind of disappear. Like, well, how do you overcome that? What is something you do to deal with it yeah so basically we always you know like like garrett said we're having some issues with you know our business partners or you know our own our own business ventures and it's like there's always going to be obstacles so good that we have we have a partnership and you know at least one of us always is like really positive and we try to find a way to you know flip the negative into a positive thing so like currently, you know, Garrett was a little bit more upset than than I was, but you know, I'm 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 still I'm still upset, obviously, but uh, you know, it is what it is, and I kind of did see the writing on the wall a little while ago, but uh, yeah, we're definitely gonna flip it into a positive and just. And that's so important, you saying that, right? Like the flipping it, that conscious shift, and it's no matter what situation you're in or whatever obstacle comes your way it's like how your ability to overcome is based on your ability to, to manipulate this situation from good to bad and i know there's been situations where i'm just pulling my hair out and i got no idea how i got there and i just sit down and i clear my brain and and i whether i get some fresh air or go for a walk or or just put myself in a good place mentally uh, physically and spiritually to just kind of remove myself from the situation and come back um, with strength, right? And, and focused and determination and, and ambition to overcome it. And then all these resolutions just start falling in front of you. And I think sometimes we get blinded by uh, emotion and, and you know, uh, whether it be bad or good, even sometimes good. Like, I don't know how many times you get caught in a state of bliss, right? <laughs> You're just yeah, I can... da -da, like a bird in the headlights because... Um, but unfortunately, like it, it rarely stays that way. And, and our ability to overcome these are kind of how we're judged and perceived um, in our own eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, as like entrepreneurs, we've we've uh, individually, both of us dealt with probably many setbacks and many failures as we went through different business ventures. But so it kind of like you know, allows us to learn and, and grow. And when certain things come up, we we're allowed, you know, we can move past them a lot easier now. Right. So. Yeah. It's a learned skill. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a skill. Yeah, and, and, and anyone that's looking to start a business out there, like, or, or you're just trying to find your passion or find your dream, like go do it, really sit down and think about what makes you happy. Because I promise every obstacle is overcomable, right? And as long as you put that intent into creating whatever you decide to create, the rest will fall into place with hard work, effort and learning. 
The biggest thing is, yeah, it's just effort and continuous consistency. Consistency. Just consistency. Keep doing it. Keep learning. Everything's on the internet now. Like you can, don't need to get a PhD, right? There's everything on on the internet. You can learn anything you want. Yeah, I've done a lot of my a lot of my pretty much a good. Here's the thing: you go to school. And you walk out of school and you learn more in your first six months of working than you did your whole school, right? Basically, school introduces you to terminology and <laughs> so you don't look like an idiot when you walk out the door. But really, yeah, it really depends like what, you know, what you went to school for. Like obviously some, some school, like you get re- like re- legitimate skills yeah. that you, you use in, in practice, but uh a lot of school is, you know, you can definitely do it on your own. Even the even the skills that you learn in school with programs and such, you can download those programs on your own and learn by yourself. Right. And it's that determination, right? I think um, what was the first thing I taught myself was, uh, I think user experience design. And I downloaded a course on Udemy. And it was because I was uh, starting a business doing a marketing and, and like web development. And I always had the eye for the design, right? And I, and I just wanted to figure out. So I dove in and I took, I think it was like a 80 hour course I got on Udemy for like 15 bucks. 15 bucks. <laughs> right? So cheap, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just loved it. So I sat down and I got right into it. And, and then I actually started making money at it. And so. It really is like, what do you want to do? How to do it is, is very easy. It's, it's what do you want to do? And that's the question I think a lot of us are asking ourselves is what do you want to do? And oh, how do I find what I want to do? And there's no easy answer to that either, right? I think a lot of people just don't know where to start, right? They might have these ideas and they just don't know where to start and they just don't believe that they can they just don't believe that they can do it they think it's like some crazy and don't get me wrong it's it is and you need to have a thick skin and you need to be resilient and and deal with stress and and work through things but um can start any day and you can and i see a lot now like people are getting sucked in especially with covid and you know, all the free time that people have, a lot of people are getting sucked into these like multi-level marketing companies and yeah, they're just getting sucked in and ripped <laughs> off and it's, yeah, it's not great to see that, but it's also a good, you know, they, people do learn. It's um, something though, you know what yeah. I mean? It's something and, and at least that person's trying and, and they're doing yeah. the best they can. And, you know, if they don't make money, they learn from experience. They learn that that doesn't work and maybe they won't do it again. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, it's just community as well. Like, that's the biggest thing. Well, that I think the Terra people, they kill it. Yeah. I think so. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them definitely kill it. <laughs> but definitely. the majority, not sure. All right. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not being a hater. It's all good. You guys do your thing. Do your thing. I support you. Uh, straight up but you know what just just really think about what makes your stomach tingle i mean what what do you have fun doing and it's that everyone says it like if you have fun at work then you're not working but that shit's legit and if you better yet what do you like doing 
and then find a way to make money doing that right like what do you like to do yeah i think some people they just don't have that either there's a lot of people that just don't have it and they just they just want to just go to work and go home and that's fine yeah we need people like that too right those are the people that hold the system together, right? Exactly. I mean, I started out like that. I always wanted to, uh, like, obviously pursue my own ventures, but I worked a nine to five, not just because, because uh, I, I didn't understand the system. And I thought I was doing good. We yeah. Making 34 bucks an hour, 33 bucks an hour. I'm like, We're killing it, bro. Right, yeah. And then I figured it out. Then there was like this big, like, pew, and your eyes just open and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> right? yeah. like, uh, you're like, okay, I made $34 an hour and you chalk it up real quick. And you're like, wait a sec, that's like 54 grand a year or something, right? And you're like, that's not yeah. right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Especially in Vancouver, man. Like, it's rough around here, right? Like, prices of everything is super high. One of the highest places in the world. It's hard to escape this. I mean, like, so, like, you and I have our... Uh, different ventures and businesses with the with the goal though to get away from this um you know day to day to have that flexibility like like in vancouver like he's saying it's a fortune to live so you're stuck there making 100 grand a year but not doing nothing you're just running on a treadmill you're paying your bills and you're gonna die and your house is gonna go to your kids and maybe they'll have a chance but i mean yeah you're not gonna right so I think that's what uh, a lot of, you know, parents right now with kids in Vancouver, that's what they're doing, right? They've lived their life, investing in their kid's life, and that's it. And then I guess that's what everybody wants to do, right? Yeah. I but, mean, that's the age-old tale, right? But at the same time, there's like, you know, there's room to create the life that you want, to create the freedom that you want, and always strive for that, right? Whatever your dream is, you should strive for it. Yeah, I think when you grow up, you're kind of, you know, taught to fall into this system instead of going for what you want. I think there's a lot of no, no, no's. Um, you get pulled away a lot from what you want to be pushed into the, you know, ever growing educational system that we support these days of regurgitating information and calling yourself educated right and i do believe there's fair principles in a lot of that but we need to kind of take a step back and look at how we're educating our kids i think there needs to be a lot more hands-on uh you know outside activities problem solving like you know how do you um how do you coexist with nature right like how do you grow food and and just how do you be a good human being and, and treat others with kindness and compassion instead of, you know, fighting to be that the on honor roll and, and bashing people who don't get there and, and, and just kind of what what we have going now, right? Yeah, I think definitely think the education system needs needs uh, an overhaul. Um, I think COVID thing, it brought light to, you know, how the education system isn't really the best. Um Perhaps we're moving into a more, you know, obviously digital age and maybe people can learn better through, you know, whatever, home, homeschooling and online programs. You know, maybe that's better for learning, but, you know, we still need to learn the basics of how to get on with each other and, uh, you know, like you said, grow food, energy, like 
you know, the things that really matter in, in this life, right? How do we instill those values in, in our children, right? And what are the things that really matter? I mean, if you're going to dive into that, what would you say? Yeah, well, definitely, like I said, uh, food, um, family, friends, you know, compassion, love. Well, like relationship um, building. Maybe yeah, for kindness, sure. Compassion, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would think if you're going to dive into that, which I mean, we should, because why not? There should be. It's okay. So there's how do we split, you know, getting that ambition, getting that wanting to elevate, because that's a lot of what our system promotes is that competitive you know, I'm better than you or I got this and you don't. And not that that's not that I support that, but I think there's a lot of innovation that comes from that, from pushing people to be better than other people. So it's like, if we were to get rid of that, how do we fix that? And I think the fix is simple. It's, it's, I mean, everybody deserves a pat on the back. Everybody deserves, you know, to be supported and, and to be told that people are grateful for what they do. I think we need to teach that more unity and more, you know, oneness in, in how we are. I know there's a lot of people that are not the same and it doesn't mean you have to get along, but it doesn't mean you have to hate each other either and, and bash each other. At the same time, you know, I think that that is part of what, you know, what the educational system has been doing for a while is just, you know, giving everybody, you know, uh, an A plus, uh, a, a gold sticker for just just barely getting by, right? And I, I actually don't think that's such a great thing, you know. And I, there is value in competition, even though it's you know it kind of brings out a little bit of a dark side in in humanity, yeah, a little bit. But uh, there's definitely value in it, and we've come a long way through, you know, the power of wanting to compete. So I I honestly don't know how to get over that um different values different uh ideals that you know people need to be passionate about to in place the want in competition you know yeah well i'm not saying competition's bad i'm not saying that i'm i'm not trying to sit here then say that everybody deserves an award for participating and you all get first place but what I'm saying is that the edge that's that's put, and a lot of this I think comes from generational, like you know, our our parents were raised worse than we are, and and their parents worse than them, right. kind of thing, right? But um, I don't I don't mean I'm not trying to say what I'm trying to say is yes, and you're you're like okay, so say you get split, you come to school. And then everyone's kind of evaluated on their independent skills. You're independent, like so. You got six good people that are uh, good on computers, and you got four people that can grow the hell out of anything, and and blah blah blah. And then out of those four people, you don't compete, but you work together to come to a a vision that you achieve together, right? And so instead of being like, "Who's the best out of all of us?" you go, "Can we do something that's never been done before?" Yeah. And, and that's where that motivation comes from, right? Yeah, I definitely think that as humans evolve, like we will have to reevaluate the, the values. And, you know, I think that's happening slowly. Definitely. And, you know, maybe, maybe a new thing other, like other than competition, it might be whatever, some sort of accolades, you know, um, 
Yeah, well, I think we hit lightly on that uh, last episode and, and the entrepreneurs right now that, that are really pushing the limit. And I think they're kind of diving into that section there, right? Like they're kind of there. They're, they're doing things that haven't been done and people are going, wow, like I want to be more like that. Yeah. Let's actually, uh, let's actually talk about one of those people, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dan Price, right? Yeah, Dan Price. <laughs> Shout yeah. out Dan Price. Shout out to Dan Price. <laughs> Call <So> me. <laughs> Dan Price is, who is he? Uh, the CEO of Gravity Payments. Um, yeah, so basically, I've just, I don't really go on Twitter too much, but I've seen his uh, posts pop up a lot, even like just screenshots from Instagram um, things that he's been saying, like he basically hammers the billionaires um, all, every day. I think probably, <laughs> yeah. He just hammers them. So I here I just pulled up one one thing that I wanted to share. So it says in quotations, fifteen dollars an hour is too much, right? What billionaires have made in the pandemic? Elon Musk, nineteen point five million per hour. Uh, Jeff Bezos, nine point four million per hour. Zuckerberg, five point one million per hour. Right, goes down all these all these billionaires, right? Which is crazy amounts of money. Stupid right? amounts of money. <laughs> so Dan Price, how's he different? Right, might know a little bit more yeah, about I, him I than mean, I. Basically, I, I I can't remember where I was reading up on him. I think it was in a book he was mentioned, and I looked up. On, but what he does is he's basically treated all of his employees like I wouldn't say co-founders, but essentially yes, high high stake stakeholders. And I know that he's paying them all um, like like a, a seventy four to eighty thousand um, dollar payroll. Just just that's what everybody gets. That's the minimum. And what he's really done is is he's implemented a system in the corporation that he instead of pushing. Um, people against each other he's brought them all in and then really allowed them to flourish in their own spaces uh, taking away that financial concern the financial pressure from their lives and and gone above, above and beyond most employers um, I think what he's doing is setting the bar for the future it's not it's this is exactly what this podcast is about he is like there he's running a successful corporation he treats his employees like equals and he knows that without them there is no him and so he treats them as such whereas yeah i just wanted to say yeah the seventy-five thousand dollar mark has actually been studied and people they believe like that's like basically the cap at which you know human happiness is doesn't get any you don't get any more happier with over 75,000. So it's like, that's that's a sweet spot for people to be comfortable and happy. Yeah. 75,000. And that's probably why he put it around that. Age. I mean, that's definitely where it, it makes sense. Because if you think in terms of like money, that amount of money is where you stop questioning whether you have enough money in the bank. Right. Like as long as you're not splurging, like you don't sit there and set a budget for $200 to go to the grocery store. You go to the grocery store and get what you want. Yeah. And then you come home. You obviously live within your means, but when you're making seventy-five thousand dollars, your your quality of living is just so much higher. It eliminates. Let's talk mental health because that's where this um, a lot. Where does the finance? When you think financials, like what's what's 
you know, where, where does all this come from and the pressure of finances and what's going down and why this guy pays so much? How much stress does that cause a human being? Like I personally have been in debt for like 10 years because I didn't understand it when I was young. And I mean, I could pay it off still, but I've just got so used to paying it every month that I just pay like stupid amounts of money every month just because it's the norm to me right now right? yeah like, i think i think debt is obviously debt is a huge thing for for everybody right especially in in the western world and canada in the in the u.s it's insane. and everybody live most people live beyond their means and they really you know plan as well as they should but uh i do feel like people are financial liter literacy um you know up to date now a lot of young people talks getting oh. into planning for their future and yeah basically you know we didn't get taught any of that um <laughs> when we were young so you know you, you live in you i didn't go to the right school <laughs> yeah you, you live and you learn and you know once you go through you know shitty times with with money you kind of learn and and you won't do it again right so yeah yeah definitely i mean now that i understand it it's like i just kind of think why am i not but it's just uh such a it's such a give and take relationship right it's i did want to just add um another ceo that was doing a really good thing too it's Bani yogurt have you heard of have i haven't heard? no yeah so he actually Gave away ten percent stake of the company to all of all of his employees. Oh, so, wow, that's beautiful! That's Shout like, out, you know, people like. Yes, sir. All of them have stock now, right? So, and I, there's that like, you're Jeff Bezos, you're Bill Gates. What are you doing with that money? Like, what are you doing with that money? Me? You, if you're them, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with it? I am going into extremely po uh, poverty-stricken areas and building uh, renewable, sustainable communities that people can live and and sustain themselves and learn live without you know all the crazy things that w that we live with in the western world yeah i mean they're there is it's just true happiness right um a lot of our we we get a lot of perks from having living over here in such a you know nice environment but it also comes with a lot of lack and a lot of wish you had that and wish you had this so it's really a, a give and take relationship, but I think as human beings, we're meant to be much simpler. Technology serves a lot of purposes, but I think our connection is much simpler. We've severed our connection with the simple side of us. Uh, too much people talking about, you know, the connection that we share with the universe and the earth and stuff. So. I does see it does seem to be a shift towards that, um, but yeah, yeah, I do think uh, a lot of people are definitely uh, shifting towards that. Um, just uh, wanted to say like a shout out to Maps, Spirit um, of Maps. It's uh, the multidisciplinary uh, psychedelic uh, 
society, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I got to check on that. But they're doing a lot of great work and studies on like the benefits of the, and therapies of psychedelic yeah. use. So yeah, shout out to them. They're amazing. And there's a lot of groundbreaking work going on with that right now. And I think that like me personally, psychedelics, I are using them more for a spiritual side of uh, trying to get some wisdom from the universe. Right. But I know anytime I have, I definitely see the medicinal properties that they could bring to the table. And there's a lot of that. I know. Speaking of stocks, those are just doing good yeah, right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. They're going to boom. <laughs> those ones are already boomed. The Women. shroom boom. <laughs> it's a thing, guys. It's a thing. <laughs> Go invest in the shroom boom. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, I mean, as we, I think as we, die, and that's to see the government even being quite open for a lot of these. Like, I think they're even testing MDMA. So, yeah. I mean, there is definitely a shift, but at the same time, we're seeing another shift go on behind the scenes of these billionaires getting richer, right? And and there's a lot of uh, money money transfer going on right now, just to say the least, right? Yeah, a lot of uh, shady shady money flowing around, but there always has been, right? But uh, what about Bitcoin? Oof. <laughs> How do you feel about Bitcoin? <laughs> Okay, here's the thing about Bitcoin. Bitcoin, it, it literally, it, it costs so much energy to transaction, to mine. It's, it's can be wiped away and disappeared at a, a power outage. Like your power goes out and your, your membrane, fry, your, your hard drive fries, like you're hooped. That's actually, I don't believe that's true. You don't need the internet. Yeah, but it's still, it's still if stored. If it's stored on your computer, no. Oh, you mean like in your, yeah. It's still on your account. But I'm saying if your hard drive wipes for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe, yeah. If you have. Definitely. I had done, yeah. They, they, well, they have like online, um, you know, banks like Bitcoin where you can store your Bitcoin and trade it, but you can also suck it off and put it right on your computer, right? Yeah, or like a, uh, what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Cold storage wallet. Yeah, I actually have one of those. That, that, that would be the move right if i can suck it off there keep it keep it somewhere oh i should say the story about bitcoin funny story about bitcoin i had bought bitcoin way back in the day like 2000 i can't remember 2008 or nine for 20 dollars of bitcoin i bought 30 dollars worth to buy i um, wanted to buy some weed on the internet <laughs> trying to buy nathan buy nathan weed on the dark web when i first found out about it I went on the dark web and looking, I'm like, oh, wow, you can buy all these goodies, right? I see this weed and I'm like, uh, $30 worth. I think I got a Bitcoin and a half and uh, I got scared. <laughs> so I never bought it. And I sat on that Bitcoin for like eight years until it started getting popular. And I seen it on the internet and I sold it for like $8,000. And then I tried to jump back into it when it was booming, like peaking back in three years ago or 2018 or whatever the hell it peaked and um i got burned bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i don't play that game anymore that's uh, a lot of people's story it's just that one right <laughs> just that one um yeah you, you can definitely you know you could can lose your money yeah. if you sell when it's down right how uh, you lose your money if you know 
the value goes up and down if it's, you just keep it you a, still such have such a funny relationship though right it's so give and take you got that fomo on one side FOMO. and then you got panic sell <laughs> on the other side it's like yeah oh yeah. you're just watching your money it's like yeah. like oh okay i don't know what to do right yeah. like can't watch it man can't yeah. watch it oh i know in my stocks this year i was doing really well i was up 80 percent as of two weeks ago i had this gut feeling i don't even want to talk about that yeah. didn't it's been down 40 percent over the last like six grand over two weeks for just getting mm. getting tanked <laughs> so um, we don't we're not going to talk about yeah, stocks not, this episode we're not stock, yeah let's, we're not stock guys <laughs> we, we're not so yeah we can definitely not talk about that <laughs> yeah and uh i guess moving forward we we're talking about um back to that sustainable development we were thinking like i know one of the projects we were talking about really cool would be like to build little sustainable kind of eco villages within the city and I, I think that would be like something we should definitely explore. And, and we're probably going to explore it more on this as we dive into it. But heads up, that's something we're going to be diving into. Uh, possibly like how can we turn, you know, eight lots into a community or or a farmland out on the outskirts. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Uh, that news. Yeah, probably uh, more outskirts for now, right? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see definitely something we can play around with we're always going to be playing around um just just trying to find ways to do things better and i mean yeah so again we just really wanted to do a free flow episode have you guys get to know us a little better play around and and just kind of throw out some topics that we might be discussing in the future yeah so thank you i hope this uh, episode sounded a little bit better we got some new mics so yeah hopefully it sounded a little bit better this time <laughs> and if you guys want make sure to follow us on instagram at a good world podcast and uh send us any emails you might have at podcast at goodorganicscompany.com and also follow our good organics company uh so good organics co on instagram yeah just follow it all just yes. give it a good old follow and sign up for our mailing list. Uh, <laughs> oh organics yeah, when did you win and get your chance to win a mil uh, not a million, a, million. <laughs> <laughs> a year's worth of tablets? Might be close to a million. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. One love. One love. See ya.